Sometimes, Chris, I just think you were bitten by a radioactive producer. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, it's a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are going to be bringing you two, count them, two, One, two. movies. Two. Not three. Not four. Mm-mm. Maybe three because maybe we're going to talk a little bit about Chris's birthday party that just happened. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Talk about Midsummer yeah, for yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it turn out to be a crazy orgy at the end? No, we didn't have that part happen. We had... People. Did you have old people jump off of a cliff? That was, uh, no, but we smashed a watermelon what? with a sledgehammer. Yeah, was that the what that was supposed to be? It was like the what their head yeah, looked yeah. like? Yeah, a lot of people didn't get it. It was a cool, was cool little video. You, <laughs> you guys will have to go stalk him and find that. Um, first movie we're going to talk about today. Now, this movie came out last year, but it just recently became available to for the viewing people to watch because mm-hmm. this movie only made $20,000 at the box office. But it was nominated for an Oscar, and we're going to talk about how they they did that here when we're watching <laughs> in a little bit. And that movie is called Two Leslie. Now, Two Leslie is starred starring uh, the one and only Andrea Risebro. Every day you have to go down there and see what was lost. But we've done our job, Jack. It's time to go. I don't think you're trying to kill me today. Scavs. They were trying to catch me. Well, I can't have you. Yeah, that's from uh, Oblivion. Oblivion with yeah. Tom Cruise. That's yeah. actually a pretty decent movie. Yeah. I liked it. I don't know why I got so it, many bad reviews. It came reviews. out like around the same time that... Uh, Edge of Tomorrow came out, so I think that it was sort oh, of like uh, uh, the one with uh, Matt Damon too. The uh, uh, oh, enthusiasm, uh, Elysium, uh, Elysium, 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 Elysium. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So those movies all. That's probably why. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the worst of them. But man, I don't. I don't compare. Like even if it's the same thing, I don't yeah. really try to. Compare I like them. Elysium a lot, like, and I like I like um, Edge of Tomorrow a lot. No, Edge of Tomorrow is like my. Well, yeah, it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compare Indiana Jones to you know the Mummy. Right. You know? <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I, you know, it's like, yeah. it's, I get it. They're, they're the same genre. I mean, or Laura Croft, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's different. But yeah. Uh, also in this movie, the Academy Award winning lady who the f- first movie we ever reviewed was mm-hmm. I, uh, with her in it. Uh, the one, the only, and this is one of my favorite. You don't know about the TV show, Mom. I know, it's off the air now, but man, go look for it. It is one of my favorite little comedy shows to have on in the background. The one, the only, Alice and Janie. Here's all you need to know about this family. With every generation, we are getting better. That's right. <laughs> so, I may have been a drunken slut. She was. And my daughter may have been a drunken slut. Hang on a second. What? Never mind. Go on. 
But my granddaughter, this tender angel, she was pure as the driven snow until she smoked your son's weed, drank his tequila, and then made passionate love with him for about two minutes. <laughs> Am I telling it right, honey? Yeah, sort of. So don't you take the high road with us, Pastor. I know your type. I have vetted my share of clergy. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, your first time, did you last more than two minutes? My first time? Yeah, we won't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> it was. I lied to the girl. Uh, she thought I was like 18. I was okay. like 13. I don't know. We okay. don't want to talk okay. about yeah, that. that was, illegal, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to be the little engine that could, or I could not prove the point that yeah. I wasn't okay. 18. All right. But uh, also in the movie, uh, the movie, um, uh, to Leslie is the king of podcasts, the mm -hmm. man himself, the guy, the whole reason every one of us have a podcast out there in yeah. this world right now. Uh, what the fuck guy himself, Mr. Mark Marin. You know, so I'm not judging, you know, your, your, your faith, do whatever you got to do to get by, right? Jesus, Buddha, Allah, Yahweh, the Marvel universe, I think works for some people. <laughs> very popular belief system they claim that it isn't but i think it kind of is because i've poked at the marvel universe fans and they react like religious fanatics they and it's dug in there pretty deep they'll they will claim the grown male nerd children will claim that it's just entertainment and why do i got to be some sort of buzzkill why am i bullying them well quite frankly i think at this point nerd culture i'm punching up all right they're no longer you know, the huddled weirdos. They, they now sort of run the cultural apparatus. And I'm not, like, I'm not saying, yeah, I am saying it's a shitty thing, but what I'm saying <laughs> is that I think it's a belief system and I don't think they're willing to admit that. There's a couple of bubbles, you know? You've got the, the Fox News bubble, which is evil and malignant. You've got the broader Christianity bubble, which can go either way. And then you've got, you know, the, the Marvel Universe bubble, which is culturally malignant, and, but not as evil as Fox, but it's troubling. <laughs> you picked a good pit, a good, 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 uh, good one you found. Oh, dude! As soon as I, as soon as I, I saw that Mark Maron was in this movie, mm -hmm. and I knew we we're doing Spider Man on yeah. this episode as well, I, I went looking <laughs> for that clip. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go. Okay, what can I use by Mark? No, I was like, where's that Marvel thing? I know he has that Marvel. Both thing. you and I love Mark. His comedy and his podcast. So, oh, Mark Maron is one of my is one of our favorites. I mean, I, I listen to that guy all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I think I know his entire life. <laughs> I really do because I've listened to actually the nineties. You know, the stuff he did in the nineties is fun. Funny shit too. Dude, every, oh my god, there's stuff in the night. I sent you that clip. Yeah, from yeah, the yeah. Night. I watched. I watched like a good like thirty minutes of it. So, <laughs> but anyway, so the first movie we're going to review today is going to be Two Leslie. Um, now the second movie, of course, folks, you know it. We're nerds. We're the biggest nerds there are in the podcast mm -hmm. world. I mean, you look behind me. This is not all I own. I got nerdyisms throughout my entire house. You can ask that man right mm -hmm. there. Like Chris is the, the place where Chris is sitting is his own private movie theater. Mm -hmm. He literally built. You just can't see it because of everything mm -hmm. of the curtains and everything. But anyway, so the movie that we chose, of course, is the one and only Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Now, starring in this movie, playing the one, the only Miles Morales, the one and only Shamik Moore. Okay, let's do this one last time, yeah? For real this time, this is it. My name is Miles Morales. I was bitten by a radioactive spider, 
and for like two days, I've been the one and only Spider-Man. I think you know the rest. I finished my essay, saved a bunch of people, got hit by a drone. I did this with my dad. Met my roommate, finally. Left a sticker where my dad's never gonna find me. When I feel alone, like no one understands what I'm going through, I remember my friends who get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, of course, starring right next to him, because if you've seen the first one, you know, she plays probably just as popular as Miles since that movie came out, if yeah. not more popular. I'm not going to go who's the most popular or whatever. Uh, the one and only playing Gwen Stacy, Haley Steinfeld. All right, people, let's start at the beginning one last time. My name is Gwen Stacy. I was bitten by a radioactive spider. And for the last two years, I've been the one and only Spider-Woman. You guys know the rest. I joined a band. Saved my dad. I couldn't save my best friend, Peter Parker. So now I save everyone else. And I don't do friends anymore. Just to avoid any distractions. Yeah, that's... uh. And that's her as Gwen Stacy in the and in the first Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And then their buddy, their pal, the man carrying the baby that we all now love. <laughs> uh the one the only uh Jake Johnson playing Peter B. Parker. All right, people, let's do this one last time. My name is Peter B. Parker. I was bitten by a radioactive spider, and for the last 22 years, I thought I was the one and only Spider-Man. What a day. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. You see, I saved the city, fell in love, I got married, saved the city some more, maybe too much. My marriage got testy, made some dicey money choices, don't invest in a spider-themed restaurant. Then like 15 years passed, blah, 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 super burn, I broke my back, a drone flew into my face, I buried Aunt May, my wife and I split up. But I handled it like a champion. Because you know what, no matter how many times I get hit, I always get back up. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, listen. Huh? Listen, this. Your face. Uh-huh. Your face is in this. Isn't your face in this? It is. Yeah. Also in this movie, uh, for the first time, um, but it, unless you stayed around for the post-credit scene, which is where I pulled this one from, the one, the only Oscar Isaac playing Miguel Ojeda. Great story. Hey, did you finish the goober? It's not a goober, it's a gizmo. You always have to call me out. It's just really frustrating and bums me Don't out. get too excited, Miguel. It's just a prototype. Not excited. But you could be the first person to make an autonomous multiverse jump. Or the last. Okay, so we're just gonna roll the dice on this? So what do you say, pal? Where do you want to go first? Let's start at the beginning, one last time. Earth 67. Whoa. What the? I'm Spider-Man. I need you to come with Who me. Who the heck are you? I, I just told you that. Listen, listen. I'm from the future. How dare you point at me? You, you were pointing first. Rude to point. You're being very rude. You're not even believing what Which I'm saying. Which one pointed first? Spider-Man pointed first. Obviously. You're pointing at me right now as you say that. You're pointing. I'm just pointing at your finger. Look at your finger right now. different than normal pointing. You haven't seen You're accusing me of pointing while you're... Yeah. That's from... I love that. That's from... 
Now, when you saw that the post credit scene the first time in the last movie, did you know about Miguel O'Hara and all that? Oh, Spider-Man 2, 2099? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, yeah, I own the entire run. Okay. I love Spider-Man 2099. That's, <laughs> like, one of my favorite, like, that story of Miguel O'Hara is, like, literally one of my favorite Spider-Man series oh, So you're excited time. to see him in this one because you knew he was Oh, dude, I, 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 yeah, I'm surprised that, you know, I didn't, you know, you know, like jizz my pants. Like literally it was like, it was one of the greatest. And then finally the villain in this new movie, Spider-Man across the spider verse spot played by the one, the only, and yes, I found a comic book movie that he was in too. (laughs) Jason Schwartzman. Scott Pilgrim. Hey, buddy. Welcome to the chaos theater. Somebody get this man a drink. uh, Coke zero, right? I'm not here to drink. Whoa. Well, I've got no beef with you. Well, what if I have a beef with you? Are you still mad about the whole thing with the guild? You mean the league? The guild, league, whatever. It's ancient history. I'll show you how ancient of history it is. Wait, 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 wait. There's no use crying over spilled Coke, buddy. The lady made her choice, and we're all just going to have to move on. Well, I ain't moving, buddy. You want to fight me? For her? Was that not clear? Was that not clear? I don't know. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim, it's the world with uh, with Michael Stern his baby voice. But yeah. Yes. Also in this movie, added to it, uh, Daniel Kalia from like you know uh, that we know from Black Black uh, Black Panther or Get yeah, Out. Yeah. Carrion uh, Zani, who's from you know Deadpool one and two. Um, Andy Samberg as Ben Riley. Oh, we gotta talk about Scarlet Spider later, but that will be in here in just a little bit. We'll be talking about Spider Man across the Spider Verse, and just like with every comic book movie, we will have a spoiler section going where I am going to go in depth. I literally found out. Let's see if I can if I have some of the pictures. Let's see. I know every Spider Man in that picture. I know every Spider-Man in this picture. I know every Spider-Man in that picture, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know those Spider-Man. Um, I think this is all the ones I could. Oh, here's one, too, with all some more Spider-Man and stuff like that. But literally, I I, I am now like the I, – I don't know if I could – I could go on Jeopardy, I think. Okay. And okay. with Spider-Man. Okay. Right. And Sp- and Spider-Man. Spider-Man for 200, Alex. So, uh, yeah, there'll be a regular spoiler-free section, and then we'll give you a fair warning to fucking shut the thing off, and then we'll go in the spoiler section of... Uh, yeah, there'll be a whole spoiler section for all of that. But at this time, instead of that, why don't we talk about, Chris, where can everybody find us? You can find us online at moviesdontsuck.net, where w2mnet.com, go to w2m, as in Mary, net.com. You'll be able to find our podcast among a bunch of other cool podcasts that our friends have done. Uh, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash movies on sub podcast. We're on Twitter at NTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at NTS Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash movies don't suck. You guys want to find a, become a patron. We'll probably do stuff for you. Go to bonfire.com slash movies don't suck and something they do. You'll find shirts that are, have our logo on it. And you guys want to send us an email info movies don't suck.net or movies don't suck podcast at gmail.com. And we're also on Facebook. Twitch. What's our Twitch's handle, pal? 
Yeah. Well, our Twitch handle is MTDS Podcast. Okay. <laughs> and we're also on YouTube. You can search movies on the Sook Podcast. And we're, like you said, we're live almost every Thursday, 6 30. We change it up next week, but that's the scene here and there. Neil, what small business are we talking about today? Small businesses. We got a small business. We want to help you out. Hey, Chris, mm-hmm. do you like pickles? No. Do you like balls? Pickleballs? Pickleball! <laughs> We're tossing and talking about the Tulsian Athletic Club. Now, the Tulsian Athletic Club is not just a pickleball place, which it does have plenty of the balls to pickle. Like, this is literally one of the courts. Look at that. That's cool. Yeah. That's yes. cool. Look at that. You can mm-hmm. you can go there and play pickleball and stuff like that. But it is also – are you ready for this? Oh, uh, yeah. Look, look, look how cool that looks on from the outside, oh, right? Nice. You, yeah, right. It's right on Route 66. It's at 2439 East 11th Street, Tulsa, or also known as Route 66. But look at this. They have a stage out in the back. That's cool. And you can go there, and there's usually musicians there all the time. I was there uh, just last night hanging out. Look at that. Yeah, that's cool. Look at that. That's nice. That is just nice. And the way that those doors form, they, yeah. they just, like, make the sound stay right there so it's not killing the neighborhood and all that stuff. But uh, the Tulsa Athletic Club, um, you can go there to enjoy courts and cocktails of the Tulsian Athletic Club, a spinoff from the downtown Tulsian bar. The Tulsian Athletic Club resides on Route 66 in the Market District with sports courts and frequent live DJs and musicians. This vibrant space is great for anyone looking to unwind or um, take for anyone who looking to unwind with friends while you're sipping and with and sporting away. You can enjoy eye catching. Yeah, let me speak English today. You can enjoy eye catching murals and paintings from local artists just as well. And again, it is just an awesome place. If you can see that there, that's a, uh, mural on the back wall there of the Tulsa area. Um, they, they just got voted uh, from A-list, the number one place to go. Like, it is such a great life environment, and I thought I had one of all the picnic tables in the area, but I guess I didn't load that one up. But, yeah, that is just beautiful. I was there last night hanging out. So, if you are in the Tulsa area and you want some live music, go play some pickleball, get some great beers, talk to some good people. The Tulsian Athletic Club is the place to be. Um, and to be honest, it's awesome. I Every single person I met out there was completely amazing. So, you go out there with some music, uh, get a buzz, and get some exercise. Oh, right. That's, that's what you need to do. That's what you yeah. need to do. You know, at first they had they had this thing. I thought it was like a putt-putt thing, and it wasn't. It was a soccer hole. Oh, nice. Okay. Like you kick it. like It's like a putt-putt, but it, you kick it with a, with a soccer ball. And I was like, wow, I would not – I don't I don't have the uh, – what's what's the word? Uh, skill? Plague? Skill. We'll go with skill. We'll go with skill. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. I mean, I didn't I didn't feel bad about myself yet today. But now, oh, dude, you, every time I do something athletic, I'm like, this is gonna go poorly. <laughs> so, this is not this is not the thing I needed to do. So yeah, my um, my birthday was fun. Dude. I had a good fun birthday. Yeah, party. so um, it looked like you guys had a great time. Now yeah. you you, Chris's uh, birthday was based on the Midsummer, mm-hmm. uh, the movie. Bye bye, yeah, Ari Aster. Uh, yeah. With, 
Yeah, Ari Aster, and it was uh, Florence Pugh was mm-hmm. the main actress in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a horror movie. Uh, I know I saw pictures of you guys, uh, and it, you smashed watermelons to like. Was that to portray the old yeah. man? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people didn't get it. Jumping <laughs> off the cliff. If people hadn't seen it, we didn't understand why I was smashing watermelon. But uh, I brought it up to Leah, and Leah's like, "We have to do that." So uh, she went to um, Har- Harbor Freight that night or the day, and got a sledgehammer that closely resembled a mallet. And um, it's midsummer. Right. I was at the store. I got uh, like two hundred dollars worth of beer. I got like I spent a lot of money getting like uh stuff for the party. And um, I smashed a watermelon. And I got everyone who and of course we we have hats for the chickens because chickens have watermelon. But uh, I have other people come there <laughs> and, sm- and smash it too. And uh, I had met everyone who came took a picture in front of the Hargit house that we had built. Which you saw. Yeah, I saw that. That was amazing. Yeah. That was awesome. And, uh, you should had... make a collage. You should make a collage of that with you and your wife in the middle. Yeah. And then, like, do a collage of all yeah. that. So there, we have a pretty pretty good turnout for a hot Sunday, Saturday afternoon. Uh, 25 people showed up. So, and uh, a lot of people left for the Nice. Movie. And how was the orgy at the end? It was intense, dude. <laughs> but, um, no. It was an intense, and, crazy orgy. But we Man. watched, I, I, I said, mean, it had to be weird to have an orgy with your brother. Every time I mean, <laughs> he was inside. Every time I watch that movie, dude, I find more. I I think I like it more and more. So probably Midsummer's are probably top ten favorite movies of all time, and uh, it was it was great. We had a good time, man, and I'm really happy that, that it went out well. And um, nice. Yeah. So yeah, I took a picture with everyone. Uh, I didn't want to take a picture at least. So you were asking, I needed a picture, so I made the perfect backdrop for the pictures. So, <laughs> um, my wife went to Atomic Falls and yeah, she had I, a great time. Yeah, I saw that picture of her on, like that. on top of that old antique truck, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Like she had a good time, and she, uh, I know she, 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 she got a flag somehow. I like she has some great stories. You did have you, to ask did her. Did she get some right? Uh, no, not no. Okay, she, good, good. she came back. She came back, and literally on Sunday, we both because I went out uh, Saturday night because mm-hmm. I was. I was kind of upset because I wasn't in It's Kansas Saturday City. night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was I was upset that I wasn't in Kansas City at your birthday party. It's, it's okay. So I went out and had a couple drinks. And I think I was up to like 4.30, 5 o'clock, and I passed out on my couch. Mm-hmm. And I woke up at like 8 a.m. to like lock the doors, turn everything mm-hmm. off and stuff like that because I had a buddy over here, mm-hmm. and he took off and stuff like that, which is understandable. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, right when I was closing everything up, my wife shows up and I was like, what the fuck? She goes, yeah, I was just up all night and I figured might as well yeah. drive home. So, well, <laughs> and so she, she slept came... in bed for like 12 hours. How, how long uh, did you, was she there? Like a couple days? Uh, she was there from Wednesday until Sunday. Fuck dude. Yeah. What do you, what do you do? Do they have like performances and stuff like that? Oh like... yeah. All the above, all okay. the above, okay. all kinds of performances, fire, People night raves, um, oh, hanging sounds... around the fire, like yeah. Oh my god, it's so cathartic. I mean, my cathars is coming next week. Oh yeah, yeah. AEW, right? AEW in Chicago. Yeah. I'm gonna be hanging out, going to go eat Gino's pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna go get me a Chicago hot dog. Uh, the guy wants to go to a Cubs game. We're definitely going to the. Oh Cubs yeah, dude. Game. Yeah. Uh, you're trying yeah, to I... the, the the show or the AEW is Friday or Saturday. That's on a Saturday. That's okay, Saturday. so oh, yeah, we're, just... we're gonna we're gonna go there Thursday. Yeah. So we'll get there Thursday. Check into the Airbnb. Um, then after that, we will uh, we'll go party on Thursday and Friday, and probably go to a Cubs game on Friday. Yeah, I'm sure. guessing. And then um, 
you know, basically just hang out in Chicago and whatever he wants to do. Because to be honest, I've been there. I know Chicago. Yeah. You know, it's it's all updated since I've been there. Was- I mean, because I was looking for a metal bar, all these old metal bars that uh, bands I used to hang out with played in. And uh, yeah, um, they all play more like today's music, <laughs> alternative music than they do like the metal. Yeah, there's a there's like, a place there's a I'm gonna find it for you. Keep on talking. There's a actual metal sandwich bar. <laughs> um, a metal like a heavy metal sandwich bar. Yeah, a sandwich place in Chicago that well they talk about like uh stuff like um, well stuff like like ISIS and the, the, those uh puzzle bands. And they also mention um you know Kuma. It's called Kuma's, right? So the yeah they they support the metal community and they so they have a looks like they have yeah they have one in at the uh, Belmont Avenue called Kuma's. And I, oh, okay. I know where Belmont is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah uh, send me that information. We'll talk about that later, but it's almost 30 minutes in. We have not even talked <laughs> one fucking movie yet. All right. So let's go first. We're going to talk about to Leslie. Yeah. To Leslie directed by Michael Morris. Michael Doris is Dugton's like, you know, he's done a few producers of stuff like bloodline and, um, and better call Saul, which I think you and I is one of our favorite shows of all time. He directed uh, Lock and Key, 13 Reasons Why. He's done all kinds of stuff. But the movie that he did now, like it was like his first uh, fully featured film, is To Leslie, directed, written by uh, Ryan Bianco. This stars Andrew Risenborough as the titular lesbian. Every day you have to go down there. Also, uh, this stars uh, Jalice and Janie as Nancy. Here's all you need to know about this family. With every generation, we are getting better. And Mark Maron's in this. Mark Maron plays Sweeney. You know, so I'm not judging, you know, your 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 faith. Do whatever you got to do to get by, right? Jesus, Buddha, Allah, Yahweh, the Marvel Universe. I think works for some people. <laughs> Why don't you go read the storyline for this? Well, no, I'm sorry. I want to show the people in this. Sorry, uh, Stephen Roots in this is Dutch. It's got people mm-hmm. like Tom Virtue as Leslie's father, Raymond. Warren Leather is Liz's mother. Uh, this also stars Alan Trong as Chris, Chris Jones as Stud. Uh, and yeah, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, pal? Having squandered every single dime of her lottery winnings on liquor and drugs, defeated West Texas single mother Leslie Rollins finds her way back home six years after the life-altering event. But now the money is gone. The already few friends are lost, and her long-suffering family has moved on with their lives. And as this incorrigible, long-term heavy drinker teeters on the brink of a total disaster, Faced with living on the streets, Leslie tries to reconnect with James, her estranged 20-year-old son. However, with mistakes piling up and alcohol dependency getting in the way of a fresh start, the only person who can save Leslie is herself. The question is, can the washed-up alcoholic earn one last chance at righting the wrongs of the past and getting her life back on track? Do you know anyone like this? Do you know anyone like Leslie? Oh, I, man, yes, yes. <laughs> and I can point the finger, and but I'm not going to yeah. because I don't want to say names or anything yeah. like that. Um, do you like that we're sitting at the bar? Yeah, here we are sitting at the bar, having our own drinks <laughs> while we're talking about someone who you can't do it. Sitting at the bar. Um, actually, I got another one, too. Where's the other one? I, I was pretty proud of the, the, the two little. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay. 
And yeah. there we go. That's We're a better one. That's bar. more about your my bar. That's more about dive bar, I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I do know uh, some people that literally gave their life away to alcohol and drugs. And I helped trying to clean them up sev- uh, several people several times. Because, um, yeah, I do alcohol and drugs. Um, <laughs> but, you do those um, things. But I'm not dependent on it. I'm yeah. not like every day I'm going to go drink. Every day I'm going to go do drugs. Every day it's like this is the first drink I've had since Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it's like it's fucking I'm Friday. Not, it's Friday. Yeah. yeah, it's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. <laughs> maybe you need to lay off the alcohol yeah. and drugs, bro. But, but this the, movie, we, I gotta tell you, I had one beer on Saturday on my birthday. Oh, just on one your beer. birthday? Yeah. I I, I just so, I just I just. Let's, Let's talk about the movie, okay. all right? And, all right. And instead of all that uh, personal stuff that we've already so talked the about the last in, 31 minutes. The, the, act, the acting in this top-notch by by uh, Andrew Riseborough, by Mark Maron, by everyone in this movie was fucking amazing. Allison Janney was great. Um, now, let's talk why we why we did this movie. Okay. okay, this movie came out on Netflix, and it did come out last year. If you notice, uh, if you're not uh, watching the this right now and you're listening to it, um, it only grossed twenty seven thousand three hundred and twenty two dollars at the movie theater, and it was nominated for an Oscar for best actress, now, for, right? For best actress. Yeah. Now, if you even go watch the video when they did do nominations, people are like, "Whoa!" Like, can't believe she got nominated. Because yeah, now, what is... happened? Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Do you want me to explain this? Yeah, I'm, I'm muting my mic. Go for it. Because <laughs> you asked me to explain this, I've watched videos on this so I could explain it for you. Thank you, pal. Go for All it. All right. So what happened is usually you have to pay money to uh, push out your movie out there mm-hmm. to the Oscar board. Mm-hmm. You got to pay like six grand to be part of some email or two grand, I think, three grand. I don't know how many. A couple grand to be part of this email that they blast out to all the academy, uh, the members of the academy. Um, then you, they got to then they got to do certain things. Well, the thing it worked is the director, uh, what's his name? Mike Morris. Uh, Michael Morris. Michael Morris knows all them. Mm-hmm. So instead of, instead of paying the money that he's supposed to pay to the Academy, he emails all of them personally <laughs> with the information of this movie. And then you're supposed to throw, uh, you're supposed to have it, uh, have a screening of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And instead of having a screening of it at uh, the, you know, the Chinese theater or, you know, wh- whatever theater, they had a screening of it at Gwyneth Paltrow's house. <laughs> and so he used who's part of the Academy. Yeah, yeah. And so like literally he uses all his connections to get all these people that are in the Academy to get to vote for this movie as the best actress. That's why everybody was like, whoa, and they nominated her because nobody knew about this movie. Nobody out in the public knew about this yeah, movie. Yeah, I think it showed it like a couple theaters. Yeah. yeah, it showed it a couple theaters, probably. You know? Yeah. 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 If that. So <laughs> so that was that big hoopla that came out for the Oscars last year. Now, because it only made twenty-seven thousand dollars. It means this movie was not in a theater where I could go see it. Mm-hmm. It was not in a theater where Chris could go nope, see it. I didn't know it existed until it was nominated. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know what it was until it got nominated. And so then uh, Chris watched it last year, I believe. Yeah, I watched it. It, it was on a it was on Amazon, and I got to watch it because 
it was being nominated. So I was like, well, yeah. maybe that dude who watched all the movies that are nominated. So I saw two of those like last year. It came year. to Netflix. So I, of course, my curiosity, and believe me, I know there's a ton of movies that just came out yeah. that we could have watched. But, but dude, Mark Maron's not in all of them, dude. Mark yeah, and Mark Maron. I saw Mark Maron. I was like, oh, dude, I want to watch this. <laughs> and and I, don't ha- I only have so much time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so therefore, <laughs> but uh, let's talk about the movie itself. And I understand why she got nominated. Yeah, she's great. Nice. She's the whole movie. Yeah. She's the entire movie. Her and Mark Maron or the entire movie. Yeah. Um, Alice Janey and um the guy who played Dutch. Um, you know, yeah. I need my Stephen back guy. Um, Steven, yeah. Steven. Steven, yeah. Um, they were great as part people, part timers, and the kid, the 20-year-old, I've seen him before. Mm-hmm. Uh what was his Owen name? Teague, they did not have this listed right on the 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 there it is. Owen uh Teague. Um, great performances by all of them. Mm-hmm. Even Kev, even Kev is Gene. He played Darren. <laughs> but to be one hundred percent honest, this movie should not have been nominated. It's a bummer, man. It's <laughs> a big bummer. Um, this is like, I seriously thought this end of this movie somebody was gonna blow their brains out. Yeah, yeah. It's a sad movie, man. It's um, but it's supposed to make you feel there's some sort of. Redemption at the end, I'm sure, which is mm-hmm. which. I mean, I'm sure, right? I'm sure there's there's that there, but um, but it's it's a bummer of a movie. The acting's great, and um, but it's it's really weird that it got nominated. You know, to me, it's yeah, just, it, it really was, and and um, but this is very much an artsy movie. It's one of those movies that um, it comes full circle yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. This is my problem with this movie. It showed so much of the downfall that it didn't give us much of the redemption. It gave us the it gave us the final mark of the redemption. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of the final pieces of the redemption. But I feel like they should have worked when writing this movie. Uh, I think they should have worked a little bit more on that redemption side because that is what's going to, you know, if you're an alcoholic or uh, drug addictive or whatever, and all you're doing is watching this lady just fall, 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 all it's going to make you do is reflect more on your, you know, what's wrong in your life, what you've done wrong, you know? And this movie, I think, should have at least gave us more of that redemption so it gives us more of that positive, you know? It was also a very quiet movie, I felt like. like. Like, you're seeing this person fail, but in a very quiet way. You know, like, like, uh, yeah. and you know, you, you, you want to feel good for Andrea, but you see her, or you see, you want to feel good for Leslie, but you see her make the wrong choice every time. And it, it hurts. Like, cause I mean, I, like, cause I, I didn't feel like she was like some outstanding character that didn't exist. I felt like I've seen people like this. I knew people like this. And so it I was, feel like I seen this lady just like earlier this week when I stopped by a bar, right? And you know, or earlier last week and you know, it, when I was at a bar. It hurts, you know, it's a, it's a. The sad movie, um, but in, in, of course I'm saying it's sad. But like, like there, like we talked, you know, thought there's a little bit of redemption, but you just get the beginning, you get the little inkling of it, and so it sort of leaves up to, mm-hmm. us up to the viewer. What do we think? What do we want? And what we sort of, what do we, what is Leslie gonna become? What does this become? But it's it's a, a, a quiet movie, and it's also it's it's obviously an independent film. There's no way no way this made. Uh, no way this cost a lot of money and no way it made a lot of money, even though it has, you know, like people like Andrew Riseborough and Stephen Root 
and Mark Maron, people names that people know, especially you and I know, uh, in this movie, Allison Janney, fucking Oscar winning Allison Janney's in this. But we didn't, you know, it's just, it's it's a movie. <laughs> that's that's like that's I guess the best I can say about it is that it's a movie. It's, it's a movie, and it's not super awful. It's it's not an awful movie. It's a good movie, but it's sad. And it, to to see it not only for Oscar kind of, kind of it puzzled me, really. So yeah, and I mean it was good and all that. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a good emotional movie. It's it's literally about a woman figuring out what's important in life. And I love that part of it. Um, but, man, <laughs> it was just a Debbie Downer the whole time. It was just kind of like, uh, okay, I guess I'll be depressed for two hours. And, I mean, and there'd be like, they'd be like, well, this is like, you know, like how things really happen. And uh, not everyone gets that sort of ending. <laughs> Some people get worse, but like, yeah, it's 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 sad, but it's a it's a good movie. It's a net. It's it's free if you got Netflix, which I think most of our viewers do, or they're using their friends or their moms' Netflix mm-hmm. account, or they're using uh, using the Rose account. It's worth watching, but again, to see it nominated Best Picture kind of puzzled me because I think there are better movies that came out this year than Two Leslie. Were the best actress yeah, on the TV and, and or that came out last year that were that could have been nominated. Mm-hmm. So so uh, let's do this. Let's go ahead and just we, I um, guess kill you in your sleep. Is that what we wanted to yeah, do? Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Like how yeah, no, was, I'm not quite sure how to talk about two Wesley because one it's it's a it's a meandering movie. You know meanders. Uh, uh. But yeah, and I I, I'm not from West Texas, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what this looks like to me. But I'm from East Texas, so whatever. But yeah, it's Texas, and that's that's what it is. But um, you're, you're from Texas. I am from Texas, uh, and and Louisiana. But people, I'm, I'm more from Texas, Louisiana. If you guys want to talk about where I'm from, but Neil you're from Texas. And Neil, do you have quotes with this? Of course, maybe boy a house. What a maybe buy a house. What about us? Drinks are on me. <laughs> Neil's not going to do the, the sudden accent for every single quote in this movie. <laughs> we hear about you before we go through my shit. You can stay here as long as you need, but you can't live here. I'm not even 20. I can't drink yet. and I have to take care of my mother. No one's taking your shit a second time. The job is yours if you want it. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No matter what's been done, I just want you to know the church is still here for you. That's what my mama would call road hard and hung up wet. I think you better leave. I've been hearing you all week. It's the other end. Oh, yeah, I should say that better. I think you better leave. I've been hearing you all week. No, it's coming out the other end. There we go. That's better. She learned. She loved the church. Well, she loved the preacher even more. Everyone acting like they need to live life out of a movie. Life is hard. 
Don't you fucking swear at me. <laughs> I love when people say stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like, it's like it's again, it's like that one time in the concert. It's for the fucking kids, man. What about the fucking kids? Anyway, I think drinking alone is a moral sin. You think you can tell me what to do after you call me names? Get me a hammer. I'll take two of the specials, and I'd appreciate it if you didn't spit in them. And that's it. That's all I got, bro. All right, so uh, I'm on. Uh, with my score in this probably uh, 3.9 for the acting. Uh, I'm going to give it a little lower because, to be honest, I really thought it was a little spacey. At times, I thought it was kind of. I lost. I lost. I I started looking at my phone at one point, <laughs> okay. and anytime I start looking at my phone while I'm watching an Oscar-nominated movie, yeah. uh, that that is uh that kind of tells me that maybe it should have been there for the Oscars. And um, and so I'm gonna give this like a three point six, and it's yeah. only because it, it it just again. I understand what the story was. It's just I think maybe. It should have took a little more time on the happy part of it. Okay. Um, now. Not the happy part, but the redemption part. Yeah. The, 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 uh, I saw another movie that was nominated called Causeway. I think Brian Tiger Hanging was nominated for that. That's, mm-hmm. that's a better movie than this. But I'm on RuttenToMinutes.com. What is the audience score for Too Ugly? Audience score is going to be 51%. 87%. Holy shnikes. And I don't know if people liked it because they were supposed to like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Now, what's the uh, what's the critic score for Too Ugly? Oh, it's going to be like uh, 89. 93%. Nah, I told Here, you. Here's the critic's consensus. Two Leslie's familiar framework is granted extra depth through a stellar Andrew Riseborough and sensitive, nuanced approach to the cycle of addiction. I'm going to read a good review and a bad review. Uh, from uh, Mick LaSalle, the San Francisco Chronicle, he says, it's a terrible movie. Riseborough is unremarkable in it. Man. <laughs> and this is from... Uh, and this is from... Uh, Paul Burns at the Sydney Morning Herald. Rosborough's performance is spectacular. How I act from the spade of repair and everywhere in between. So that, that was too easy. You guys can watch it on Netflix, which is probably the easiest and freest place to watch it. And that's that movie. That's too easy. It's a it's a tiny film. If you guys were quite curious about it, like Neil was and I was too, give it a shot. You probably yeah, won't. give it a shot. It's over on uh, that that one channel with uh, all the flex. Yeah, all flex. The Netflix. Netflix, but, you know, right? Is yeah. that is that what we're talking about? Is the um, what's it called? The the Netflix. The Netflix. 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 Yes, and you know, <laughs> it's sad. It's all sad. You know. <laughs> and uh, Neil's trying to stall. He pulls up the news because that's what's next, right? The news is next. Let's do the news. This is the Movies That Don't Suck and Some of Them News. I'm going to read stuff to Chris. He's going to like it. If not, I'm going to drive up to Kansas City and kick his ass. Right? Yeah, that's, that sounds right. I mean, does it sound right, Chris? It does. Because sometimes you make me say things, and I just think you make me want to say it because... Uh, today... <laughs> uh, yeah. So this week, guys, um, one of America's greatest heroes of all time passed away. Uh, let's just get this over with right away. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guy, this guy was on television for fucking over 50 years. 
one of the biggest names of all time. Um, you know, was on a TV show that was on weekly. Yeah. You know, uh, thousands of people flocked to him and his beautiful message that he had out there. And that beautiful message being, fuck Hulk Hogan. The Iron Sheik passed away this past week, right. just yesterday. Rest in peace. And if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the Iron Sheik, we would not have Hulkamania. And, I thought you were um, going to say something else, by the way. I know exactly. That's why I set it up that way. I thought you're going to make me think I said that other bastard that I'm glad that he's dead. That guy. piece of shit. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say that guy's name, and neither are you. Yeah. But that guy, fuck him. No, Iron Sheik, he was awesome. Have you ever met him in real life? He, he stayed in character the whole time. He you would never, Sheik? he'd never break the, it's called kayfabe. Yeah. Yeah. He died yesterday. Did you meet so Iron Sheik? Iron Sheik I met him years and years ago. Well, I went to a thing where he was on a panel. Okay. <laughs> and uh and he was just he was he was actually an Olymp uh, Olympian and stuff like that. He's the reason that Hulkamania exists. Huh. They gave him the belt so Hulk Hogan could take it from him. But let's go to actual news of stuff that you care about. <laughs> All right. Brian Singer, remember that guy? Brian Singer, the the director of like X Men and stuff? Yeah. Remember when he got canceled? Yeah, I didn't remember that. What happened? Uh, well, we're going to find out because Brian Singer is now defending himself from sexual assault allegations by Again? making oh, by making a documentary based on the entire as as sexual assault claims made against him. That's weird. That's fucking really weird. That is really <laughs> weird. Now, I get it that you just want to put your side of the story out there. But unless the ladies get their own story, too. But, um, yeah, so we'll be seeing that soon. I mean, just will, we that. will we, though? Will we? Uh, I mean, it'll be out there, yeah. I'm saying, for people to watch. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Kenneth Barna uh, is the star in Skydance, an Apple feature called Mayday. The action-adventure feature hails from filmmakers Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly. They pin the script before the writer's strike, and it will produce and direct it. Um, they just did Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves, so I'm guessing this is going to get a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, they also yeah. known for directing Game Night, and they also wrote Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, Mayday will. Uh, where's the project? Where? I hate when they do this. When they're like, "We're going to bury it so deep that you can't figure out what the movie's <laughs> about." Oh, they're not going to tell you what it's about. Never mind. But Ryan Reynolds and something. Yes, we're going to watch it. Yeah, of course. Um. Jake Paul, the famous YouTuber, right? Boxer, YouTuber, all that. I think you start with YouTuber, then boxer. <laughs> I think he goes in that order. Well, I mean, he is one of the top 10 highest grossing boxers of all time. You know that, right? Right, right, right but it's because he's a good boxer. No, yeah, he wins. Okay. He never loses. Right. Yeah, he goes against these badass motherfuckers and kicks their ass. <laughs> like, Jake Paul. Um, is going to be announced. He will star and and executive produce his first uh feature film. Uh, will play a small town fighter raising in the ranks of combat sports. Who thought? Who'd have known? Mm -hmm. Maybe he should call it Warrior, or maybe he should call it. <laughs> I, I don't know. The Irishman has been now been dethroned as Netflix top movie. 
By who? By what? Are you ready for this? Oh, no. I'm still, I'm still Ginny from the block. With the mother, the, the mother who repeats to Irish? The mother. I didn't know. The movie we just reviewed like three episodes ago. I didn't ago. know that was so uh, like uh, revered. As, it's kind of shitty. <laughs> like, yeah, out, uh, the action-packed thriller from Jennifer Lopez pushed out Martin Scorsese's Oscar-dominated crime epic. Well, you and both, is now the most viewed movie of all time. Both you and I know that, that the best movies aren't necessarily the, the ones that make the most money. Dude, Titanic's still in the top three of the <laughs> best movies of all time. And that, that, that shouldn't even be in the top 40. That movie sucked. Anyway. There's a titty in it. About, there's a titty in it, though. For, there's uh, one titty in it. One titty. Uh, Seth Rogen is reporting producing a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles TV series for Paramount. Okay, well, I'm going to see the movie for sure. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. And um, I don't know what more I need to know about that. Seth Rogen Ninja Turtles. Got it. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, Captain America 4 has changed its name. Originally, it was Captain America The New World Order. Mm-hmm. But um, they announced, they didn't really announce it. Um, Anthony Mackie put up a video of him asking advice from Harrison Ford on how to fight in a movie. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you have Harrison Ford there, I mean, the guy has been the president of the United States, Indiana Jones, Han Solo, you know. Did you just say shoot him? Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he said, just do it better. Just do it better. Anyway, uh, so the new bri- title is Brave New World instead of New World Order, which is hilarious because DC just announced the director for Brave and the Bold, <laughs> <laughs> which is Batman. Uh, I have that somewhere in here. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, a new documentary is coming out on everything with talking to Stephen King and how he feels about Every single thing of his that has been made on television and film. What's his favorite? Do you know? Um, he he said that one of his favorites is Misery. I, I just saw this yeah, on Misery's Stephen Colbert great. the other night. Yeah, Misery. He, he, um, Doctor Sleep. He said he was a big fan of Doctor Sleep. I can't remember all of them that it said. But I know he does not like the yeah, Shining. Is, I know he's not a fan of the yeah, of Kubrick he's Shining. He's not a fan of the original Shining, which is understandable. Some people just don't like. Stuff like that. <laughs> Ellie uh, Fanning and Sarah Paulson to star and Mariah Folks. I am Sybil. Um, this movie is a, a passion project. Sybil to protect. Uh, it's based on the famous case of Shirley Manson, who was given the alias Sybil to protect her identity. Manson's uh, fascinating story first came into public view in 1973 when Verl uh, Reader's nonfiction novel Sybil's published the book quickly became a bestseller. Um, so yeah, that's a great story. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see that. Anything Sarah Paulson's in, I, I give it a chance. Uh, Becky G just got thrown into the blue beetle mix. So she's now in the movie blue beetle. And uh, Becky G, if you don't know, is a national-wide uh, hip-hop artist, pop artist, uh, done things with Bad Bunny, uh, Puerto Rican um, artist. Um, she's very cool, very awesome. Can't wait to see her and see what they, she brings. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. I know I, I, I grabbed the wrong thing. 
Uh, here's a story I just wanted to throw out there for you because I thought you'd, you'd appreciate this. Rob Zombie says the only reason he made Halloween 2 was to get away from the Weinsteins. That's a good reason, right? He said, Bob was very cuckoo. He would, we would get into big fights and scream at each other, and he loved it. That's how he liked to communicate. It was horrible. It was three years of that. By the t- the end of it, I was insane because it was like being in a crazy fucking world. And it was all done with negative energy all the time. They would find a way to upset every single actor. When Bob watched the movie, um, when it was done, he calls me and goes, I hate every single fucking frame of this fucking movie. You have to fire your editor. He's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know what he's fucking doing. This is what I had to do. This was like every single day, and he calls a lot. At first, you you applause it, appease it, but you can't appease it longer or just you go fucking crazy. All right, Rob. You know what's up. I love Rob. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and and we uh, we were friends with his brother. So I love Rob. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, if you don't like Little Mermaid that's out there now, uh, the Asylum's got you. They are doing the original version of the Little Mermaid um, that was originally written by, uh, I know the name, and I lost it. Where'd it go? Oh, here it is. Hans Christian Anderson, the original 1800s, ad, 1837 adaptation of the Little Mermaid, is being made has been made into a... Animated movie? It is bad. It's choppy bad. It's really <laughs> choppy bad. Uh, but hey, that's what you get when you throw movies out there. Uh, nope, not that one yet. We won't get to that yet. Oh, one of your favorite series is getting a third movie. Hocus Pocus Three is now in development at Disney. Fuck that, dude. You, you know how I feel about Hocus Pocus. <laughs> like, like, you love it. You love it so much, you made sure we did not review it. That's how much you love it. <laughs> um, everybody at Spider-Man Across the Universe is hoping that to grab somebody for the new Spider-Man movie, Beyond the Spider-Verse, which will be the third movie of the Spider-Verse movies, they are all... They're all throwing their names. They are all throwing one name out there that they would love to come and voice a Spider-Man. The one, the only. You only know him as the guy who rules the last three years of fucking anything, including TV shows, movies. Do you know the name? Is it John Cena? Because I don't have that clip anymore. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. Oh, yeah. Fucking bring him in. Let's do it. Let's do it, Pedro. Everybody, if you know don't know this, uh, Jeremy Rainer, uh, Rainer was in a bad accident from saving a kid from a snowplow earlier this year. I hear him, man. Uh, and he is 100% healed. He's ready to go. And he says, now it's throwing this out in the universe. I'm ready to go. If Marvel wants me back, I'll do it in a freaking heartbeat. That's good to hear. So, hey, Jeremy, I'm glad you recovered. The best to you, man. Um. Stephen King supports Mike Flanagan rebooting the Dark Tower series. They're going to be doing the Dark Tower series as a series. That's how it should not be done. A movie. That's how it should be done. That's exactly how it should be done. I support that too. Um, no, not that one yet. Rebel Moon, the new movie from Zack Snyder, the two sci-fi movies will get two different cuts, each one. Okay. Because it's Zack <laughs> Snyder. Interesting. 
Uh, everybody is now saying that they would like Elliot Page to take over the place of Ezra Miller as the Flash. I will keep my reservations till we see the Flash movie. Oh, well, well, I mean, they just think he's a piece of shit, and they don't want him to be around. Them, them yeah, and, and um, uh, also with the Flash, um, I had it where to go. The script for the Flash Two is already completed and ready to go. Yeah, I mean, is Michael King gonna be in that one too? We don't know. We don't know. We haven't seen the movie yet, but um, yeah, like. Uh, but here comes all the bad news. You ready? Mm-hmm. SAG or SAG, uh, SAG Screen Actors Guild uh, votes to authorize their own strike on studios and streamers uh, starting this week as well. Because of that, uh, Spider-Man Four has now been paused and is uh, with on strike with the writers. Um, Joel McCall's Community movie has been stopped filming oh, and is now on strike with all the writers. And the one that we're all really sad about, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez's movie together is now on hold because of this writer's Oh, boo. <laughs> we're not getting our G League 2, man. Yeah. But uh, we all, we're us here at Movies Don't Suck and some do. I think I can speak with Chris. Yeah. Man, people deserve to get paid what they deserve, especially when they create the art that we all line up to watch. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have streaming networks. We wouldn't have any of it. Period. We wouldn't have TV shows from the 50s, the 60s, the 80s, the 90s, tomorrow. We wouldn't have the shows that we watch tomorrow. We wouldn't have the reality shows you like, the TV shows you like, whatever. Writers deserve every single dollar they deserve. And that's the bottom line, because Neil said so. Chris, let's get to the last movie, because this is going to be an hour. Okay. May I just myself with this last one? What's that? Oh, oh, we were talking about the, Okay. I think it's, uh, that's news, right? Yeah, that's all the news. <laughs> That is the movies that don't suck and some of them news. Now we're going to talk about the most important movie in the entire world. That's it. All right. So Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, directed by Joaquin Dos Santos, Kent Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. They directed the first one, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, this is written by Phil Ward, Christopher Miller, and Dave Callahan. This stars Shamik Moore as Miles Morales. Okay, let's... Okay, let's do this one last time, yeah? For real this time. This is- uh, Haley Steinfeld is Gwen Stacy. All right, people. Let's start at the beginning one last time. Uh, this also is Brian Tyree Henry is Jeff Morales. Uh, Luna Warren Velas is Rio Morales. Jake Johnson. We all love Jake Johnson. As Peter B. Parker. Parker. All right, people. Let's do this one last time. Also, uh, Oscar Isaac is Mel Gale O'Hara. Great story. Hey, did you finish the goober? It's not a... Also, Jason Swartzman has spot. Scott Pilgrim! Hey! Buddy, welcome to the Chaos Theater! Also, Issa Rae as Jessica Drew. Dan Kalu as Hobie Brown. Karen Stone as Pav... Pavitter Prakaber. Uh, Shane Wigwam as just George Stacy. Uh, Marshall Ali is in this one again as Uncle Aaron. Uh, Andy Samberg as Ben Riley. He <laughs> love Andy Samberg. Jack Wade is just Parvey Beer Parker. Um, Neil, why don't you read the storyline for uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Oh, I'll be more than happy to. Oh, by the way, before I do this, uh, someone just gave a shout-out to you and your twin for your birthday because I know you're turning 47 uh, tomorrow. 37. 
37. Thanks, yeah, mom. I said 47. Thanks, mom. I <laughs> know it's your mom. But I was trying to be nice to not say it was your mom. So I was trying to no, cool. I'm fine with my mom saying that. stuff on here. I, no, no. I was trying to make you sound cool. You know, you know, does it sound cool that your mom says happy birthday while you're sitting in your basement doing a podcast? No, but if it's a fan saying happy birthday to you while you're in your studio, see how much cooler that sounds? Well, I still love my mom, so. I, I try to help you out, man. Sometimes <laughs> I try to help you out, and you just you just sometimes don't go for it. But anyway, storyline, <laughs> Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transplant Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of spider people to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. This is hilarious, and I want to tell you why before okay. we jump into this. Okay. Spot is like the did I did I I think I, I have a picture that explains it really well. Do I have it? There it is. Boom. So Spot one time created his own group of people in the comic book world. You know, like how there's the Avengers and then there's, you know, the Sinister Six and there's, you know, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Marvel. Yeah. The Legion of Losers. Because <laughs> they were all D characters that were not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were like the super, they were the bad guys that Spider-Man could beat within seconds. But the way they turned a guy, see, this is what I always try to say. When people are rebooting movies and remaking movies of like the movies that are great already, you could take a D movie and make it into something amazing, just like they did the spot. Okay. Yeah. So, um, this movie, uh, I want to mention it's it's gorgeous. It's as gorgeous as the first one, if not better. Um, oh my god! Right? Yeah, it's way beautiful. Um, it's also, <laughs> I mean, if you like the first one, you're gonna like this one. I mean, I guess the best way to put it, but it's part one of part of a two part. Yes, they didn't say that to you, and, the, and it sucks because, <laughs> like, there's there's a scene at the end, and I'm not ruining anything. I'm just giving you the setup of this scene. But there's a scene like, "Let's go do it." Credits. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was sitting there. I'm sitting there writing down notes, you know, because they said something, and I'm writing down. I'm like, what? Am I am I tripping on mushrooms? So with it, like with the incomplete story arc, it's kind of hard to talk about this movie as a full whole, you know, because mm -hmm. a lot of movies will be like, here's the story within the story, but this one just like well, then let's concentrate on things we can concentrate. Okay, okay. So here's one thing I noticed about this movie, uh -huh. and after going deep diving into it as much as possible, if you notice, every universe they were in, and mm -hmm. every place they were at, and every character was drawn completely different. Yeah. Did you notice? Uh, here's a good example. I put four of them together. Watch this. Look at this. Like, here, I'll even take that off. I can see it. But look, this is quite, uh, the top corner is Spider Gwen's, uh, or Gwen Stacy's. The other corner is Miles's. The bottom right, uh, the bottom left is just uh, the the one of the ones they ended up in. And then the other one down at the right is uh, 2099. And if you notice the coloring scheme and how everything is different, mm -hmm. it's just 
this this movie is a piece of art, man. It yeah. is a piece of yeah. art. It's gorgeous, and every scene there's something happening, like whether it be paint dripping or uh, just a sort of a, a a flare in the background. This movie is, you know, you guys don't know if you because they're staying away from this. It's all animated, but it's to me like if people ask me what my favorite Spider-Man movie is, it's uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's my favorite mm-hmm. Spider-Man movie. Uh, we're closely followed by uh, the last one, which is that Far From Home. Which, yeah, Far From Home. Yeah, so, uh, with, the, yeah, so Doctor Strange and all that, yeah, right? Yeah. So those are the two my two very Spider-Man movies. Um, I I just I just I connected those more than the live action ones. Um, this has really I really love some of the characters in this, like a uh, punk rock punk rock Spider-Man. Was that Lenny? Spider Punk. <laughs> yes, yeah, Spider Punk. Where's Spider Punk? I know I got I know I grabbed him somewhere. There he is, Spider Punk. Is I Spider-Punk. was. And I, I'm sure Neil knew that was Spider Punk. I want yeah. I want to be oh, Spider Punk. There, there's a. Okay, I was in the theater, and of course, uh, even though it was like two o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. on a Tuesday yeah. that I went to go see this, uh, I was I, IMAX thing is still pretty packed. Yeah, yeah. For two o'clock in the afternoon, right? Yeah. And I am again. I I know a lot of these characters already. Yeah. And I am just literally laughing my ass off at things that no one else is catching. Yeah, because you like, are a giant. When fan. they're saying. Yeah, and stuff like um, like when they were saying stuff about Spider Man twenty ninety nine, I there was stuff in there that I caught that I was just like, oh my god! So I guess I'm the only geek here. <laughs> <Yay!"> <laughs> like, you know, um, when they were saying things about uh Gwen Stacy, there's things about Gwen Stacy I caught that were funny. Um, there was things about um the baby and uh, Peter B, uh Peter B, uh the baby. Where is it? There we go. The baby and Peter B. Parker like that was just hilarious now if you're a geek man you and you like the Spider-Man universe you are just gonna love like everything going on in this movie this movie there's a lot going on there's a lot going on and you know yeah I don't think you necessarily need to watch into the Spider-Verse but it definitely helps if you're gonna watch this movie because I feel like you're gonna get the sort of character that you want out of it it's a it's a fun movie. It's all always something happening. Like, like, it's it's good, man. Like, it's also stressful in moments because you wonder what's gonna happen. Like, like, cause you don't know if some people are making the right choice. You don't know exactly what's happening. But I can tell you, there's this chasing in this where you see about a million different Spider Men, and I loved it. Uh, I know that I'm not giving away all, but there's a. There's a dinosaur, uh, Spider-Man, the Neil, that broke my heart into this <laughs> for the movie. Yeah, they just made that one up, bro. I'm sorry to break your heart on that one. But uh, I love that chase scene. I love that. I, lo- I love really any time they're not in uh, Miles Morales' Earth. I was enthralled by it. I thought it was super interesting. Yeah, the whole thing was very, very, very interesting. And, and, and it's just, it makes... Man, there's just so much to cover in this. There is. There, it, it would just be so hard to even try to try to even touch on everything. I mean, it was. It's one. It is the longest animated movie ever made by Sony. Yeah. Ever. Like this movie, there's never. It's it's literally right here. Two hours and twenty minutes. The longest American animated film to date. Oh wow. And and they are literally making a sequel to this. Um. I mean, I wish we'd have known that before going in because it did kind of be. It kind of did do the the. I kind of gave the O face as like, 
What? Yeah, it's because it's, it's kind of hard to to criticize the story arc that's not complete. You know what I mean? Like we can't. Yeah, really... you're in. You're kind of in the middle of it. But I love the diversity that they use on the characters. Mm-hmm. I love the way that they added so much more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the millions of Spider Men that you see. Um, Basically, they go based off of what is known as a Spider-Verse story, mm-hmm. um, which is a huge comic book series um, that a lot of co- comic uh, where a lot of these different Spider-Man had stories and stuff like that. Um, and it, it, it was it was just awesome. It, it's just one of those things that you're just like, man, I wish I would have thought about all of this. And I didn't. I do. I do want to mention that uh, for people looking for a post credit scene, there's not one in this. Um, so no, there's a cool mid credits little, you know, Stinger. shindig. Yeah, but that's it. As soon as as soon as the cartoons go bye bye and goes to the black, it's all black. Yeah. So stay there. So you guys can go pee or or you can stay and watch all the people that made this movie happen. But yeah. <laughs> but um, there's nothing special gonna pop up. Yeah. Nothing new is gonna pop in. And it, it was fun. It, it's fun. The characters are well developed. Uh, Miles, it goes deep diver into the uh, the universe and of Miles. It Morales. looks great. It looks great. Yeah, it? and everything that happens, like even artistic viewings of stuff, like you could tell was a choice by certain people. Like, uh, where's a good one? Here's a good one. This is a good split scene right here mm-hmm. where you have a vulture who's drawn like Leonardo da Vinci uh, drew him. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you know, Miles Morales and, uh, and an old school looking comic error. And it's just beautiful. Every part of this movie is just ridiculously beautiful. There's mm-hmm. so many Spider-Men in it. And the story is intensely insane. Um, like, yeah, this is, I, I, I loved that. You were in hog heaven, weren't you? You were all bad. I was in hog heaven. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I I just can't speak uh, any more better about this movie. I can't, I can't really say too much of the detailing because most of the details will give away stuff Mm -hmm. until we get to the spoiler section. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is a great continuance of the spider verse. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to quotes and then we'll get deep into this stuff after that? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Let's do things differently this time. So, my name is Gwen Stacy. <laughs> I just wanted to be special like you. Is it too punk rock to give your old man a hug? That's what I told my dad. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on Doctor Strange and that nerd on Earth 1999. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the movie you like. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Did he catch that? I yeah. caught that. Somebody said that at the time. Uh, why do people say ATM machine? The M means machine. <laughs> uh, I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto Rico is America. <laughs> <laughs> because of you, I lost my job, my life, and my family. Men of your generation ignore their mental health. My holes aren't a curse. They're an answer. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was that Spanglish? <laughs> hey, Dad, how the last the last few months been since, since you know you think I murdered my best friend? Yeah, yeah. No one my age says those words in that order. 
Uh, oh, don't worry about him. He's just some villain of the week. I love that they use the term villain of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, his suit is the... Is that your new suit? Are you bleeding from the armpits? <laughs> um, taking a crap on the establishment. I salute you, man. If it wasn't for Uncle Ben, none of us would be here. Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to go. I'm going to do my own thing this time. One thing I learned from Miles is it's all possible. I never found the right band to join, so I just started my own. Bam! All right, man. Which just one is? 4.7. Okay. Right. Easily. This will be in my top three at the end of the year. Okay. This will easily be. I, I've i already watched Into the Spider-Verse like six times since I've watched this movie. Like <laughs> I've had it on repeat in the background. Is this your favorite Spider-Man movie? Uh, the Miles Morales thing is just, man. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a different it's a different tier, honestly. To me, like I, I don't think it's better than this, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like literally, because it's they're playing with it, they're having fun with it. It's just, it's just them being able to do whatever they want to because they own Spider Man, everything Spider Man. So they're like, "Hey, do you want Spider Man? Cool, we'll give you all the Spider Mans." <laughs> uh, my score in this is probably a four point four. Uh, again, I have a hard time giving it a um, a rating without a full story arc. I don't want to give anything away. But I'm looking forward to. I can't wait for the next one. I don't have to wait four years, but maybe I will. Um, I don't think you'll have to. I think they're already halfway. I mean, and do you did you see one of my facts? This thing was literally still being completed 13 days before it went out. God, that's crazy. Oof. Um, but um, I'm on RottenTomatoes.com. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Universe, Spider-Verse. What's the audience score for this one? Audience score has to be 91. Ninety-six percent. Ah, it's off by five. The audience says, from incredible animation to a super story and tons of Easter eggs, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has everything fans could ask for. Now, was the audience? It was. I'm sorry. Was the critic score for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Eighty-two. Ninety-six percent. The same. Yeah. Damn. Chris is just as visually dazzling and action-packed as its predecessor. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse thrills from start to cliffhanger conclusion. So damn. Uh, so there's our cover of Spider-Man into the Spider uh, across the Spider-Verse. Everybody, we're telling you this now because this is now the time for the spoiler part. Yeah, next week, where Neil is going to deep dive. Chris is going to be able to ask me any questions mm -hmm. he has of the entire damn movie. But on top of that, we're also I'm going to deep dive. I'm going to say things that you're just going to be like. Uh, what? And I'll be like, yeah, what? So next um, next week we are doing uh, Transformers, uh, the new one, whatever it's called. Yeah, the Rises of the Beast yeah. and the the movie about the Firefly, uh, Flame Flame Hot, Cheetos, and Chris promises to eat Cheetos naked. Uh, why he? Yeah, I'm so uh, fingers on my body. <laughs> I want pictures of like handprints all over your body, oh, and so we can turn that into a blanket, and we can put it right next to the the pizza blanket. Yeah, yeah I got you. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, I'm gonna give you guys a little warning. I'll play outro, and then we'll come back in there and do this.
any questions before I start deep diving? Anything, anything you want to talk about? We're ready to do this. Let's, let's, let's go ahead in there. Let's, let's okay. Uh, most of the fonts at the beginning of the movie, if you didn't notice, were all from different uh, shows of Spider-Man, everything from the 60s cartoon, uh, Spider-Man uh, 300, the comic book, and even Spider-Gwen fonts at the beginning. Uh, references to Spider-Man being number 42 uh, was because in the comics, that's a reference to Jackie Robinson, the first black baseball player. Mm-hmm. Number 42 was his jer- number of his jersey, just like Miles Morales is the first black Spider-Man. Um, Aunt May moving to Florida, that's like uh, the ultimate universe. If you don't know the ultimate universe, that is where uh, the whole entire MCU is based off of the, the ultimate universe. So that is the ultimate universe. Aunt May moved away after Peter died. Gwen Stacy's story is almost a copy of Edge of the Spider-Verse number two done by Jason Loretta and Robbie Rodriguez um, playing in the band called Mary Jane's. Peter's last words were, I wanted to be special just like you. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Oh, How so many sad. Spider-Men show up in this movie that are like actual canon Spider-Man? I know them all, by the way. Uh, at this point, the main ones I got are at fifty-seven. Damn. All right. That's and some there's guys that went out and did that, and I and I want to you know, hey, they did it. I <laughs> I knew some of them, but the guy yeah, go to YouTube guys. You guys want to know yeah. all about them? Yeah. Uh, just like the comics, Gwen's dad wants to get Spider-Woman for the death of Peter. That was a major, major plot point in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the one character blamed by the, uh, played by the same act. Okay, who's the one actor? Yeah, I, I, I did this as a question. Okay. Who's the one actor who has played the same character in every single movie for the last 20-plus years? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, yeah, yeah. Jonah Jameson, the only guy to play Jonah Jameson. Or, I love that fact, by the way. I a, love that fact. I love that even, like, they even showed the real-life one at one point mm-hmm. and then the cartoon ones and all that stuff. It's like, it's J.K. Simmons, y'all. I wonder if oh, you anybody wonder... that's watching, too, if you guys want to have any questions, I do have a bunch of info here. If you won't have any questions about anything I'm saying, just ask. I wonder if, uh, if you played it in the cartoon. Probably not, right? No, he didn't do the cartoon cartoon. Okay. No, no, not the original cartoon, okay. no. Um, Spider-Man 20, um, okay, what is it? Uh, oh, sorry, Vulture, oh. Vulture, where was I at? Oh. Okay, no, 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 okay, there. Uh, Vulture it was based out of the Leonardo da Vinci era of drawing, and that's why he was drawn the way he was. I thought that was fun, by the way. That that, that day fight there was pretty cool. Yeah, that, that um, where, where is that? Yeah, that that look. Oh, that was so awesome. Just, yeah, so that this is really PG. So bring your kid to this. Honestly. Yeah, definitely. You can bring your kids. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man twenty nine nine shows up to fight Vulture, which in the comics is literally <laughs> the first guy he fights in Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Uh, if you don't know, Spider Man twenty nine nine was created in nineteen ninety two. He was created by uh, Peter David and Rick Leonardo. Secret identity: Miguel O'Hara, the first Puerto Rican. Um, Spider-Man, yeah. uh, scientist trick. He his storyline is scientists tricked him because they don't say it in the movie. That's why I'm telling you this. Scientists tricked 
him. His boss tricked him by getting all, his boss got all of his employees addicted to a drug. Oh my god! And you had to go to work to get the drug. Man, is that insane? That's fucked up. Uh, and so Miguel used DNA splicing to change to fight it, and that's what gave him the claws that he has. And he has even venom in his teeth. He has spider venom in his teeth. Oh, by the way, I want to give a little uh, uh, thing about Joe K. Simmons. He did uh, all three nine episodes of Johnny Jameson in Ultimate Spider-Man. That TV yes, series. I know that. Yeah. I knew about Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man. He played so. Jonah Jameson Noir, Jonah Jackal. If you guys want to go back and watch that from 2012, it's, it's, not, it's pretty badass. It's pretty good. Um, oh, and the big difference between Spider-Man 2099, this guy mm-hmm. right here, and all the other Spider-Men is he doesn't have spider sense. No. Okay. He doesn't have the spider sense. Interesting. He he because he didn't get bit by a radioactive spider. <laughs> it was because he was splicing with uh, okay. uh, a serum. That makes sense. Okay. Anyway, twenty thousand nine got yelled at by Gwen Stacy. Um, the names that she yelled was Blue Panther, obviously a play on Black Panther, mm. Nacho Libre. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. <laughs> Jack Black's character from one of the greatest movies of all time, um, and she called him the blue, the blue sa- the blue satyr, which is like the dark crusader, you know, okay. blue satyr, yeah, and dark Garfield also. <laughs> yeah. um, the reference I already said this, Doctor Strange and the Little Nerd on Universe Night One Nine 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 is obviously the MCU Doctor Strange uh, or Spider Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Spider Woman, who you saw, this is the one that they, the, the how they portrayed her in this. That uh, Afro and everything like that is actually more of a comic book. The one that it's portraying is actually uh, not comic book, but a comic strip that happened uh, years ago. But the one that they're portraying is this pregnant Jessica Drew. Jessica Drew was originally origin family. Uh, she lived, her family lived in Mount Juno de Gore. Which you saw in Doctor Strange, yeah, was that big temple mm-hmm. they went to, mm-hmm. and we, I explained all this there in Ant Man and and the Quantum Verse. That's where the High Evolutionary used to be. High Evolutionary originally raised Spider Woman, mm. and uh, becomes a superhero. Then she once worked for Hydra. Then she left Hydra, became a Shield agent. Uh, then, but this look seems to be oh. It's the look that they did with the afro and, and everything like that is actually from the PBS show The Electric Company. Well, I like the, I like that look a lot. Honestly. I do too. I thought it was great. Pregnant, pregnant Spider Woman on the motorcycle. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, the museum when the, it gets all destroyed, someone yells out, "I think it's a Bansky." Everybody knows Bansky is the guy yeah. who destroyed I his love own that art. At a, uh, I love that. I love that. That was a great one. Uh, the spot. Let's talk about spot. First time he ever appears. Here he is. Boom. Peter Man, the spectacular Spider-Man. You know, when I first Which saw Roy Sp- I, on comics. When I saw the spot the first time in the movie, I was like, is that Rorschach? <laughs> I was like, you know, <laughs> but it works great in the comics that you can never do it in live action unless you use a lot of CGI. What's the end? What's the end? Yeah. So, but the spot villain, uh, the spectacular Spider-Man number 99, created by Al Milgore and Herb Timbering. I like the movie Scientist 
Uh, he was a scientist that worked for the Kingpin that backfired and got covered in these interdimensional spots. Always been laughed at when he told Spider-Man his name. Spider-Man literally stopped a fight once laughing so hard when the spot's like, my name's the spot. And he's like, ha, 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 Like the whole page was like, ha, 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 Anyway, um... Same power jumps through the dimensions, even made a team of D villains called the Legion of Losers, like I said earlier. Uh-huh. Um, but they made him a loser even more because they said he was the bagel guy. <laughs> the guy they threw the bagel at in the beginning, and, which is great because they didn't know they were going to make another one. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, to use a character that was in the background for the whole movie, that's amazing. I, I'm glad they did that. That was great. That just adds so much to it. Do we want to talk about cameos for a second? Because Donald Glover shows up in this. Who does? Donald Glover. Oh, we're going to get to him. Okay. Believe me, I got a whole spot with him. Okay. I'm I'm trying to get through these as fast as possible. Um, When it gets to uh, Jeopardy, when you see the Jeopardy scene, Mm -hmm. the categories read, Kissing in the Rain, (laughs) like Spider-Man 1. The movie with Tobey Maguire, Spider Sense and Sensibility, <laughs> The World Wide Web, and Whip It. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, if you uh, read uh, the TV scans at the bottom, said that uh, Flash Thompson, uh, Spider Man's bully, was drafted to the LA Clippers, <laughs> which, you know, they all yeah. suck. Hexagons everywhere. Hexagons, 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 which just like everything in the Marvel universe is how everything is connected, how they time warp, how they do everything. If you ever watch Guardians of the Galaxy and they do that time or that, you know, hyperspace jump, that's literally hexagons, Mm -hmm. hexagons, 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 which all go back to the bees, not the bees. (laughs) Anyway, um, Miles says, if this ain't nice, what is? Which is a uh, Kurt Vaughn quote. Mm-hmm. Um, Spot says, the power of the universe in my hand, which is a reference to Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2. It says, the power of the sun is in my hand. Um, you, have the, you have when they are going through all the different realms, uh, the Golden Age universe, the Lego universe. Um, you see Spider-Man. Man from uh, with the audio, the Lego universe. They use the audio from Spider Man One mm-hmm. with Jonah Jameson. Nice. And they had a kid, and his dad actually made that whole rep, that whole sequence that they used for the movie. Right. Um. Then the there was uh, Mrs. Chin from the Venom movies. Uh, and the gun and the gum stolen was called Venom Man. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to show up. Uh, by the way, Venom is to show up in the story movies. I know he's supposed to, but I still don't win. Then, one of another great character in this movie, um, in Mumbatten Earth 50101, Bollywood, Bravito Paprika, from uh, comics so new at being at Spider-Man that nothing sad has happened yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is, again, from the Spider-Verse as well. He's so new that nobody's death happened and they actually save his death story from him. <laughs> so he never gets that uncle Ben moment. Um, baby may, uh, baby may day becomes spider girl in the comic book. So that little kid becomes spider girl later on, which spider girls in the background yeah. later on. Um, 
the branching tree line timeline, just like the branching line in Loki, the TV series and Ant-Man. So you can see that Sony is connecting this to the MCU, Mm -hmm. which they're already announced that they're doing a live action Miles Morales. How do you feel about that? I don't know. Whatever. It's Sony. They, they do so many hits and misses with, with their superheroes, you know, it's hard to, whatever. It's hard. Yeah. Mentions of the web of destiny is what they say is love life and destiny is how they're all connected. Now that is a metaphysical web that connects to the universe. That's how their spider sense works too. As seen like can an event like the original Steve Dicko of the spider bite, you see the creation of Venom, then three comic covers like Spider-Man, No More Spider-Man, which Spider-Man 2 is based off, Peter lifting the wreckage, and Homecoming, Peter's wedding to MJ, which I have that comic. I have both covers of that comic. George Stacy's death, uh, <laughs> Uncle Ben and Spider-Man 1. We see jo- Captain Stacy's death from Amazing Spider-Man movie. They called them ASM 90, which is the same episode that George Stacy dies is what they're – so that's hilarious. That's what they call all of that. Um, Miles tried to punch a bag. Oh, it's tied to a punching bag, just like he tied Peter to the punching bag. And the first one, mm-hmm. uh, James Jameson says uh, the Sinister Six cartel, the background at the universe 42 in the universe without Spider-Man, they just basically run all crime. Mm-hmm. And if you saw Miles... If you notice, when Miles went to his college room, his roommate was playing Spider-Man PS4. Now, all the Spider-Men, I listed them all. I got them all. Yeah. If you want to know any of them, I, I can put the list up for you. Yeah. I'm not going to go through all yeah. of them. But there's Bruce what are your Banner. favorites of the other ones that show up? Scarlet Spider Man. <laughs> oh my gosh! The fact that Andy Andy Samberg, Scarlet Spider. Oh my god! The Ben Riley clone. Now he's a clone okay. of Spider Man that he didn't know he was a clone of Spider Man until Spider Man showed up and he's like, "Hey, dude, you're kind of a clone of me." <laughs> and he became super emo in the comic books, just like he was in the freaking movie. Oh my god. I love Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider. I mean, there are so many Spider-Man. I mean, the, the Spider-Cop, Spider-Cat, Spider-T-Rex, that's just the artist having fun, yeah. which made him sad. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man from the original anime series was in there. Charlotte Weber, a.k.a. Sun Spider, Flash Taps and Thompson as Captain Spider, the Werewolf Spider, Ultimate Spider-Lady, Spider-Net, Spider-Lady, Anti-Kingpin Spider-Man, Spider-Girl, the Velocity, Mark II suit, the Mark III suit, the Mark IV suit, the Manga Spider-Man, the Crimson Ben Riley Salt and <laughs> Metal Gray. I mean, like, literally, there's so many. But let's get to the part where you said, but then they're going through the villain's area where you see Craven the Hunter, Doc Ock, and stuff like that. And you see Donald Glover dressed as the Prowler. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you remember, in Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man, uh, Donald Glover was the guy trying to buy the weapons that gets away. Yeah. And then Spider-Man goes to go ask him question and webs his hand to the trunk. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got ice cream that's melting. And he's like, He's like, yeah, man, I don't want those weapons out here because my nephew lives in this neighborhood. Shit. Who's his nephew? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's the prowler. Mm-hmm. Which is dope. His nephew is Miles Morales. 
So that's why he's the Prowler. And the whole reason Donald Glover even got a spot in Spider-Man Homecoming was... I don't know why. Tell me why. Because of Spider-Man pajamas in oh, community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because of community, that's why Donald Glover ended up at all he was playing. He was playing the uncle. Uh, uncle, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, Aaron. Aaron, Uncle Aaron. He is playing Uncle Aaron in Spider-Man Homecoming because they never said his name. They just said he was a thief whatever and then later you see him as the prowler and you know he said his, he had his nephew or whatever then of course that's why so. but I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because i was like what the fuck is he doing in this movie just as yeah, yeah, yeah. i saw that and i was like oh and then i was like i made i made sense of it and then i went and saw the yeah. easter egg videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that and when they said donald glover you know is the prowler because and then they pointed out why i was like that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. <laughs> but yeah, that's all the spoilers I really have. I have a ton more, but yeah. I'm not going to bore you more. I mean, we're already an hour and 30 minutes yeah. at this point. All right. Well, uh, thanks for uh, doing that. Do you have any questions? I mean, I'm sure there are people that are just like just soaking in the information. Uh, but I think we're Yeah, good. that is a lot of information. I understand. And at any point, if you ever want to chat with us about it, email us, message us on any of the platforms. We get all that information directly to our phones. I'll be more than happy to talk Spider-Man for the next 12 years. Because this movie, <laughs> if this isn't my top favorite movie of the year, I'd have to really reflect on what would be. Yeah, that's a good, I'm glad, I'm glad you liked it. I liked it too. Uh, you guys can find us online, movies.net or Facebook at facebook.com. Podcast, or W2Mnet.com. Uh, W2Mnet.com. Go there, find our podcast, find a bunch of other cool podcasts about wrestling, gaming, music. It's all there. Uh, go to patreon.com slash news don't suck. You'll find uh, the ways to become our patron. We like money. We, you know, we like money. Give us money. Yeah. Do you like money? I like money. Yeah, you guys can find us on Facebook. At, I'm sorry, you guys did that. Uh, Twitter, NTS Podcast. We're on Instagram, NTS Podcast. Uh, guys, go to bonfire.com slash news don't suck and send you. You'll find merch with our logo on it. And we also want you to uh, enjoy our, you know, tell your friends. Uh, go if you guys want to send us an email to info moviesonsuck.net or moviesonsuckpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, go subscribe on Facebook or subscribe on uh, YouTube. Uh, go ahead and um, like us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe anywhere you do find podcasts. You guys subscribe just to the podcast. So when it's out, you guys wake up and it's on your phone waiting for you as it is. Uh, Neil, what do we do for small businesses? We have a small business. Just let us know. Give us that information. Send us that information. We'll be more happy to advertise your small business right here to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers right here at Movies Don't Suck and Some of the Deal. All right. Uh... That's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is ne- my name is Spider Neil. And I'm sorry, Chris. And remember, guys, Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches these just like flies. I don't know what that means, but gosh dang it, I'm going to research it more. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.